0: An exciting update for you guys here on the Auburn Undercover Podcast. We are proud to partner a new partnership here on the show, New Orleans-based Prime Shrimp, shrimp company, to give you guys some delicious, easy-to-cook shrimp. You can get it delivered straight to your door. These guys have been peeling shrimp in New Orleans since the 40s, and they're excited to debut an exciting new product for you guys to get restaurant-quality shrimp at home. Get this under 10 minutes without any of the usual fuss of cooking. The concept is simple and easy. You guys can take the frozen pouch right out of your freezer, drop it in a pot of boiling water. You have that shrimp ready in 10 minutes. Order at primeshrimp.com. You guys can get it delivered straight to your door. And for the first week of our partnership with them, you guys can use the code Auburn247. That's all caps, all one word, Auburn247. 50% off your first purchase. Try it today. Risk-free purchase. Again, primeshrimp.com. If you guys don't love it, you get your money back. Flavors include Signature Seasoned French Quarter Alfredo, Garlic Herb Butter, and guys, the Louisiana Shrimp Boil. I've, I've had it. I cannot get enough of it. My wife really loves the French Quarter Alfredo, but I absolutely cannot get enough of the Louisiana Shrimp Boil. So you guys are going to love this stuff. Again, 50% off. We're going to continue on after that with them. We're going to have deals with them after that. But this week only, our first week, Auburn 24-7, all one word, all caps, Auburn 247, 50% off your first purchase. Again, that is primeshrimp.com. What's going on, everybody? Nathan King here from the Auburn Undercover Podcast. Wanted to just remind everybody about one of our great sponsors here on the 24-7 Sports Network, and that is Home Field Apparel. What is Home Field Apparel? You guys, a premium collegiate apparel brand out of Indianapolis that produces incredibly comfortable, officially licensed apparel with vintage college designs like Auburn and all of their great logos and designs um, that they've had throughout their history, Homefield digs through the archives and history of your school to find unique logos, mascots, and moments to make thoughtful designs for your school. Obviously, one of their most popular collections is the Auburn collection now, now over 20 pieces in total on their site, homefieldapparel.com. If you guys were anywhere on social media, you, you were part of the Peacock movement. Um, if you're an Auburn fan of the Auburn basketball season, they've got a great Peacock shirt and Peacock hoodie that says Auburn hoops. Easily my favorite design of theirs. Um, it's a great, great piece of uh, piece of work for an Auburn fan to pick up to commemorate this basketball season. You guys can still get 15% off your first purchase at homefieldapparel.com with the code Auburn Undercover. That's all caps, all one word, Auburn Undercover. Please go check it out. You guys love their product, have loved it for a really long time. If you guys have been anywhere in the world of college athletics in the past couple of years in terms of social media, like I talked about, they have been phenomenal. They've done a really good job of branding themselves and they back it up with a great product. And Auburn is one of their biggest sellers like that new Peacock uh, jacket. I was just telling you guys about, so be sure to go pick that up, get 15% off your first purchase. Again, promo code, all caps, Auburn undercover at checkout at homefieldapparel.com. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Another edition here of the Auburn Undercover podcast on the 24-7 Sports Network. My name is Nathan King. Hope you guys are having a good start to the month here in June. I'm joined here by a very special guest, um, something we've been waiting on. A long time, the newest member of our team at Auburn 24-7 and Auburn Undercover. It is Sir Christian Clemente, who is going to be coming for us now as our ace recruiting reporter over at auburnundercover.com. This is something we've all been excited about for quite a while uh christian here christian's been a good friend of mine for a few years here in auburn uh, met him when we were both students at auburn and so super excited now that he gets to join um our site here at auburn undercover super excited for what he's going to bring to the team so christian um thanks so much for hopping on today and, and man we're excited to, to finally have you on board here
1: yeah man i'm so excited um like you mentioned i've known you since my sophomore year um i've kind of been kind of the discount nathan king uh I've moved along a little bit, you know, you were the editor um, while I was working as a writer and first kind of joined. Um, as soon as you left, I got the assistant job. You know, you were the editor, so there's the discount a little bit. Couldn't quite get the editor job, but you know, worked my way up um, and then worked over at Rivals for a little bit, and now it's been a couple months in the making. But I'm very, very excited um, to be over here at 24/7 now.
0: Let's talk about your journey a little bit here to Auburn because you are by no means, um, a native of the Southeast as, uh, maybe some people know. Um, tell us a little bit how, about how you ended up at Auburn. Obviously you just graduated from Auburn, um, about a month ago. So, so your new blood here officially on the beat, um, and on the recruiting beat, um, how did you end up at Auburn and, uh, and what, what was your experience like at Auburn and what kind of experience in terms of reporting were you able to, to garner while you were in school? Yes.
1: Yeah, so, um, coming to Auburn, I'm originally from Bozeman, Montana. Um, Go Cats for anyone that follows Montana State. But um, I had my godparents. uh, My godfather went to Auburn. Um, Growing up, I grew up a huge Oregon Ducks fan. I wanted to be a Duck so badly um, when I was about this close to enrolling at Oregon. But um, he brought me down to Auburn for a football game for the 2016 Arkansas game where Auburn just absolutely smashed Arkansas. Um, And I was like, wow, this is pretty awesome. You know, great campus, great environment. Um, And then he brought me down for the 2017 Iron Bowl right as I was kind of getting ready to make my college decision. Um, And that kind of sealed the deal for me. I loved Auburn. I just loved the environment down here. Um, And then once I got down here, I mean, it just continued to grow. And I loved it even more. Um, Worked at the Plainsman for two years, once as a writer, once as the assistant editor. Um, Got a ton of different experience there, especially, you know, with COVID. It was a very wild time in terms of what we were reporting on and trying to figure out what we wanted to do. Um, I was a part of that transition where the Planesman went online. That was not a lot of fun, but, you know, kind of went through that process. And then working over at Rivals, got some recruiting experience, uh, kind of learned the ropes there a little bit uh, as I worked my way through college. And Now, I'm honestly just really excited that I don't have to balance school and, and riding. I know you kind of know about that, Nathan. Just a couple of years ago, you were doing the same thing. It's a little tough, but I'm really excited um, to not have to do that anymore and just focus on riding. So you were over at AuburnSports.com, of course.
0: Um, our good, our good friends and enemies, our frenemies, um, over there. Obviously, they do a great job. Um, you were, you were the guy on recruiting. Um, you know, for for how long? For a year, a year and a half, something like that. You can, you can correct me. But um, what did you learn from from that experience? Especially, like you said, while you were balanced. I mean, you were a you were a student. You were a you know, junior slash senior um, in college, and you were covering recruiting. Um, full-time for them. What did you learn during that experience? Um, And I guess, you know, one of the things when you talk to people who are getting into this job, you know, something that everybody can agree on is that once you actually start getting into the nitty-gritty, it's nothing like you actually expected it to be. Um, What were some of the revelations that you had once you actually started doing this thing um, seriously on the recruiting trail?
1: I I really think it was just everything is so different. Every recruitment is so different. Um, I I really had to learn that. Treat every recruitment differently. um, And then The other thing was just kind of gaining experiences. I went along, you know, when I started first doing recruiting a little bit um, while Jeff Lee was still at the site, you know, I was covering camps for the first time. That was the first time I was talking to kids as soon as visits ended. You know, even just something as simple as going to the Auburn Hotel to talk with a kid after their official visit. All the small things just slowly started to add up um, and just gaining those different experiences and kind of figuring out what all differently I need to do to attack different recruitments, learn the kids, learn you know how to talk to them um, and how to relate with them a little bit and get them to open up just a little bit more um, as well and make sure that they're comfortable um, actually in the interview and then being able to kind of gain intel um, off to the side as well. So it was really just kind of getting a lot of different experiences um, and just trying to kind of build my repertoire a little bit um, as I gained recruiting experience.
0: You know, we would like to think, um, over at Auburn Undercover that, that we have the most insatiable, um, of the fan base in terms of the people, our subscribers, obviously, you know, that they're, they're wonderful and they're the, they're the number one people, um, that we're out there for every single day trying to bring content for, um, but they are insatiable, um, on the boards. And I guess, uh, you know, as, as a bunch of our subscribers are listening to this and, and our podcast listeners as well, of course, moving forward, you get tons of recruiting content here, um. From Christian, what are you most looking forward to in terms of getting on the boards, getting to getting to interact with the fan base over at over at Auburn Undercover?
1: Yeah, so I really want to get um, just really get to know the board members. Um, I think that's one of the best parts about message board sites: um, getting to know kind of the family that is the message board, getting to know the active posters, um, even you know just some of the people that will post just occasionally, um, and getting to kind of know them and figuring out, A, what they like and what they want to see in recruiting, um, which is kind of as much as they can possibly get, I feel like, um, just as much intel and stuff like that. So that's kind of the goal. Um, but then also that I really want to tell these kids stories as well. Um, that's probably one of my favorite parts about recruiting is just talking to the kid, you know, learning, learning a little bit about their family, learning about why they like Auburn, and um, just telling their story in general, not just where does Auburn stand with them, but, their kind of picture as a whole, you know, how has their high school season been going? Um, all the stuff like that. I really like telling the kids stories and getting to know them a little bit.
0: Now, I think you know you'll you'll be given a, you'll be thrown through the ringer a little bit once you once you actually get started. Um, we're pre-recording this a little bit, so I, so I don't know where this will stand exactly in terms of Christian already having been um, introduced to our site and introduced to the board. But um, obviously, they'll try to throw you around a little bit. But I think I think um, you know. You've probably got as good a training as anybody, um, in terms of in terms of being prepared from from over at the bunker, because I know that they're, uh, I know that they're pretty ruthless over there, Christian. I guess just is there anything else that you know we're gonna we're gonna pivot here a little bit, um, to give the folks some a teaser of of some recruiting stuff, um, coming up and just kind of your thoughts on the month of June, um, moving forward. But is there anything else you know you, you you'd want to say to to the Auburn Undercover subscribers and and our listeners, you know, about? What you're excited for, you know, moving forward in in this in this job, where hopefully, uh, I you know, I've been a good friend of yours for a long time, and and we worked together a few years ago. You know, hopefully, we can work together and and do this thing at a high level for a long time. Do you have any sort of of, of parting message for them um, as you get ready to start on your
1: first day? Yeah, well, hopefully, you don't leave me this time. You know, you've left me a couple of <laughs> times now, but um, I mean, I'm just really excited to kind of do it all in a sense. You know, I want to do football recruiting, I want to do basketball recruiting. Um, if you need help covering the basketball team, I want to do that. I want to help you guys covering football. I'll help with baseball. Kind of, really, I'm open to doing whatever, um, and I'm really excited about that. And just kind of filling holes wherever is necessary while focusing on recruiting. Um, and then kind of looking at the month of June. Um, I mean, I think this is one of the biggest months in Auburn recruiting in the past couple of years, to be honest. And it's a crucial month for Brian Harson um, in his tenure because I think we all know that this upcoming football season doesn't necessarily have the brightest outlook. You know, they do have potential for maybe a decent season, but doesn't look like a crazy season. So I think they really need to make up for that with a good recruiting class. And they've set themselves up so far with the ability to do that. You know, if they can get a top 10 recruiting class, that can kind of make up and mask the fact that, you know, the football season isn't going quite as well. I mean, you can kind of look to the future a little bit there, but that's really going to start with this month. It's going to start with all those elite camps, all the kids coming onto campus for um, official visits, unofficial visits. And I think it has potential to be a really big month for Auburn, to be honest. Um, I mean, you look at it last June, um, they did a good job of getting kids in, but they didn't really reel the kids in. They didn't get commitments from it. Um, And then it really yielded a pretty big dry spell there throughout the later part of the summer. Um, And things look pretty bad. I think this month you're going into June a lot better. Not only do you have those kids coming in, but you have a lot of prior relationships with them. They've already been to campus a few times. You're looking at situations where you can get kids in and potentially get commitments from them as well. You know, joining Braden Joyner, um, joining Terrence Love. Um, You already have two really high level commitments. Um, And so if you can get a couple more in the month of June, and there's some kids that look like they'll be setting up towards a commitment here soon, um, you could leave June in a really, really good spot. Um, heading into the fall um, and building momentum in that recruiting class that it feels like Auburn already has a little bit of from the spring. So, I mean, I think it's going to be a crucial month. I'm really looking forward to writing all about it from the camps, from the kids um, coming here. I mean, I know you, me, Jason, Mark, um, Dukes, we're all going to happen on unlock. We're going to have every story that we can possibly get um, from June and all the different recruiting stuff. So really looking forward to that and looking forward to getting on the board.
0: Yeah, it is an interesting. It is an interesting time, like you mentioned, the the fact that it feels like Auburn has positive momentum in recruiting, even though they only have two commitments, and one of you know they haven't picked. It's been one commitment really over the past few months, and Terrence Love. But but still, there is that feeling like they're just sort of building towards ahead here, and and in the June and July months, um, things are going to start to pop. Obviously, they've sort of set up these parameters, like you mentioned. They've sort of set up, you know, visiting all the high schools, which they. They're not visiting just because of recruits. They're visiting just to, to gain relationships, but they have been out there um, on the trail. This coaching staff has, has definitely had a concerted effort over the past couple months to, to get out there and make their faces known. Um, so it is interesting that that they haven't had those commitments yet, but it is feeling like Auburn is one of those teams that has a lot of possible firepower um, going into June and July. What is the feeling for you around people that you talk to close to the program and, and, and around recruiting um, at Auburn? The importance of, like you said, it's, Last year, they didn't get a bunch around this time, but it matters it Matters where you finish, not where you start. But at the same time, you look at other 2023 classes right now, there are some programs that are up to 15, 16 commits at this point. Um, and Auburn is obviously only sitting there with its two. So how important is it in June, early July, for Auburn to start bumping up the numbers in this class? Or is it something where you think, okay, just by the end of the summer, they need to be at at at, at point A? Or do you think, you know, over the next month or so, they've got to start getting these kids to pop or else or else people are going to get a little antsy.
1: Yeah, I think it's probably closer to like a six to eight week timeline um, in terms of when Auburn starts to meet, uh, getting these commitments a little bit. You know, you can only do so much in terms of getting commitments. Um, you know, sometimes these kids really do want to wait. I mean, it's a little bit of a careful game. They have to play where you want to push them. You want to get that commitment, but you don't want to be too much. Um, and you don't want to kind of not scare them off, but you don't want to be a pain. Um, And so there's kind of a careful balance there, but there are a decent little crop of kids that I think will be announcing their commitment um, either in June or kind of July. So you would look at probably in the next six weeks, you would probably like to have, you know, five, anywhere from five to eight more commitments. Um, And I think that's a realistic possibility. You know, the staff, you would say maybe a year ago was not operating very well together. Um, It was not very smooth. Not everyone was on the same page. It feels like a well-oiled machine right now. Um, all the people behind the scenes, all the coaching staff, um, you know, the on-field staff, feels like everybody's working really, really well together right now. Um, that's not something you would have said a year ago. So they have everything behind the scenes operating really well. And it, it seems like they're headed in a really positive direction for this recruiting class. Um, and as they look to kind of land a couple more commitments here in the next four, six, eight weeks, you know, somewhere in there.
0: Before we go, Christian, we'll throw a bone a little bit um, to the basketball fans, which used to be something where we would talk about on the show or we would reference on the site. We would say, you know, the people who are interested in basketball. Now that's everybody, of course, and it, it might be the people who are interested in football um, that you're talking about. But, you know, obviously basketball recruiting is going to be a big thing um, for you here here at Auburn Undercover. Um, it's been a big thing for Auburn in the past three years. Now They're now looking at their fifth straight or excuse me, their third straight year with a five-star um, recruit in the class they missed out on Julian Phillips um, that was something where there was a lot of momentum at one point things kind of went silent for a week and that was not what Auburn necessarily wanted um, to hear and so obviously he, he kind of pivoted to Tennessee there um, the G League was was in play over the past few days but um, you know this is a situation now where Bruce Pearl's got one scholarship spot left um, they could continue to poke around the transfer market and, and from our understanding I mean that that obviously is what they're continuing to to do, But also, I mean, this is a situation where you look at the head of the 2019-2020 the season, they just ate their extra scholarship. And they just said, we're comfortable with the lineup they have. They are very comfortable with this lineup um, right now. But number one, Christian, if they are going to get somebody from the portal um, moving forward, what do they need? Besides, I guess, you know, a three-point shooter, um, you know, because to, to bring up some of the numbers um, from last season. But where do you see that standing right now in terms of what their, what their efforts are? With this last scholarship spots. And I get and I guess just because this is your first time on the show talking about what they've done recently. What are your impressions of what they've what they've brought in and what this team could look like with with Jani Broom and, and Johann Trevor obviously making up what, what should be a pretty formidable front court?
1: I think they've done a fantastic job um, filling out this team. I feel like Julian Phillips was a luxury um, in a sense, while Janai Broom was a necessity. They absolutely had to have him and they got him. So that's huge. The front court is set. I'm talking about, you know, in the portal. They don't need anyone more in the front court. The five is set with Janai, Dylan Cardwell, and even Stretch can help out there as well. The four is set with Jalen and Yohan, so you're good there. Um, ideally, if you do want to go out and get someone else through the portal, um, whether that's a guy that's currently in the portal or a guy that was in the draft process and has since re entered college and kind of re entered the portal, we'll kind of have to see. Like we said, we're pre recording this, but that feels like kind of a likely option as well. Um, But you would really look for either a two or a three, probably closer to a three. Um, And like you said, ideally, you would like someone that can shoot the three as well. Um, But like you mentioned, I still feel really good about this team the way it stands right now. This is still a top 25 team. This is a team that I feel really highly about the guards. Um, I know they were criticized heavily last year. um, And I feel like with another year in the offseason, all that chemistry they're going to build up. It's going to be really good. Um, You'd like Zeb Jasper to get more aggressive on offense. I think that can happen. Katie Johnson, you want to reel him in a little bit at times, um, and I think that can happen along with he's going to heal from that injury a little bit, and I think he'll be a little bit of a better shooter. Then you bring in Trey Donaldson as well, Um, just for some more depth there. I think he can be a little bit helpful, play a couple minutes a game, maybe at point guard. And then Chance Westry, I mean, he's had an insanely hot summer um, just on the different circuits and whatnot. And he's a guy that can play the one through the three, really. Um, and he, he might end up playing the two and the three quite a bit, you know, behind Katie Johnson, behind Alan Flanagan. Um, so he's kind of a versatile piece that can play all around in that backcourt. Um, and I think if you do decide to eat that scholarship, which, you know, Auburn does have to do within the next couple of years because of the NCAA thing, it, it wouldn't be the worst thing. I still think this team would be perfectly fine. You're still too deep, really, at every position, and you're in a really good spot.
0: Yeah, that's something, too. As we get into June and July, the, the football camps are going to be huge and, and being on campus pretty much every single day um, to bring y'all what we see and hear about recruiting. Uh, but basketball practice, offseason practice is going to get rolling um, here in June. is just a couple weeks ago. We were in Montgomery talking to Bruce and he said, hey, I'm going to get you all that practice schedule soon. Um, and so that was exciting to hear. You know, it's, it's always exciting to see how a team gels together. Um, you know, Bruce has been doing this for the past couple of years. Um, this year, it's going to be four newcomers talking about three freshmen and one transfer. Last year it was flipped. He had four four transfers, and one friend being Jabari Smith, who really wasn't a freshman. But um, you know that team that team worked together so quickly in the summer. It was so apparent to all of us um, how fast they were going to start um, in the season, and obviously that they got off to a to a very hot start. Rose the number one in the country, so it'll be interesting to see how this team works together. Um, and that's just another part of the summer that we're going to have covered for you guys. Um, and excited to see how that plays out. So, Christian, thank you so much for joining us today on your first edition of the auburn undercover podcast um certainly a ton more um in our future we're super excited about having christian on here not only as a regular but um you know sort of as a co-host we'll be bringing you guys um you know we certainly a weekly recruiting podcast um, on here once the football season starts excited to to bring back of course the round table um i'm excited to see what kind of grief mark and Jason um, and philip can give can give christian because if there's anybody who can give grief um, it's certainly philip so because this will be a very interesting football season so I'm excited to have Christian on board for it. So be sure to go check him out, guys, now, today, live, June 1st, um, at AuburnUndercover.com. You guys can go follow him at C Clemente. Is it two underscores or just one? Two underscores at the end of it. So C Clemente double underscore, there on Twitter. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Of course, if you guys enjoyed it, five-star review on wherever you guys listen. That is the number one thing that helps us out. Um, The intro and outro music is by Beats by Mordecai. You guys can find him on Twitter, SoundCloud, and Instagram. And until the next episode, which should be very soon, we'll catch you guys
1: later.